Happy Monday. Happy Monday. <laughs> so I just wanted to um, inform you guys that Shannon and I have about like four drinks next to us. <laughs> and I have realized that's a thing that we've been doing recently. Yeah. And girls just do on a regular basis. Like I always don't just have my coffee. I have my coffee and my water <laughs> and then some type of like extra juice. I know. I mean, I remember even growing up, my dad would always tell my mom and I, why do you guys have so many drinks? Like our entire trash can is full of cups. And right now I have an iced coffee, a kombucha, a regular water and a sparkling water all by my side right now. Yeah. And I just had to refill the coffee cup because I was getting low and I only had three drinks. So we have to have four. Have to have at least a minimum of four. Actually, I'm missing the just the regular water right now but I have my sparkling water a nice little boba and some coffee going on yeah. and Crystal over here has her boba I have one drink that I'm already at the bottom with but you know I'm not feeling as thirsty Crystal, as you guys today Crystal is so the cool chill girl of this podcast I know if you haven't caught up on that by now but we're so excited. We are back. Solo episode. We hope you guys have enjoyed having our guest on. But it's back to the three amigos. Unholy Trinity. Guys, that was our original name. Yeah. When we first were thinking about a podcast. And thankfully, that is not the name anymore. <laughs> So I feel like at this point, being single is my new profession. <laughs> I've spent maybe, you know, on Sundays when the, your phone tells you how much t like percent you've spent on your apps, how much you've spent online. Oh, yeah. Your whole usage. I feel like maybe 50 percent or more is just on like my dating apps. <laughs> point. No joke. Maybe maybe it's not that serious, but I feel like I do spend a good amount of time on them. How long have you been single and on the apps? Uh, fully single, maybe about a year and a half. Okay. But I feel like I've never deleted my apps. I've maybe deleted them once and I downloaded it again a few weeks later. When did you yeah. start getting on dating apps? I think after, it was senior year after Brittany had introduced me to Tinder, actually. How many years I did? Ago? You did? We did. <gasps> we were, what was that? How many years ago? Six years ago at this point. Wait. What? You've yeah. been on dating apps for six years? Yeah. No. I've never, I don't think I meet people in person. That's why I don't go out like that with the intention of meeting somebody. If I go okay. out, it's with my family, with my friends, or it, with like my gay best friend. So yeah. either people think, oh, she's a family girl, she's a friend girl, or she already has a boyfriend when she goes out. And I also don't go to clubs either yeah, yeah. No. i feel like when you're above 21 you just don't go to clubs anymore mm -hmm. well, no. i never even gone to a club in la that's yeah i don't think i've gone to one at all maybe yeah. like once or twice the most I but feel... also it was just like a celebration like a birthday i might have gone to one club mm -hmm. in my life in la after 21 it was simply just bars mm-hmm this is the thing, though. When men hit on you, it's never the ones that are really your type. Right. It's always the one that's like, oh, hey, and they come up and bother you. So Preach. I think yeah, so I'm not into that either. So when I go online, at least I'm able to pick and choose what I like. So I get to see his age, his profession, what he looks like physically. 
And you don't know all of that once a guy comes up to you and you meet in person. And so your other relationship, mm-hmm. which you said you got out of about a year and a half ago, mm-hmm. did you meet that guy on a dating app? No. So the only ones that I haven't dated from dating apps are people that I've met through work, that I've worked with. Yeah. Actually, so not different story, but. Right. So it's either always been a coworker or just some guy I've met online. Never a guy that I've met at a restaurant or a bar at the sidewalk, right. frozen food aisles. <laughs> really Mm -hmm. so how do you think the dating apps have changed in the six years you've been on them i think well it's a lot more detailed now and i okay and this is going on tinder i'll do that one there is there's a safety i don't know the exact name but they do like uh if you're going on a date like uh download this app and we'll track you when you're going oh wow yeah or there's the verifications now too when you try to make a new profile to make sure that you're actually real on tinder only I think there's multiple ones, but I've uh-huh. made mine way before that was a requirement to have a profile. Oh, wow. Mm-hmm. Is Tinder still like the Ratchet app? I think so. So does it go like Tinder, Bumble, Hinge, and then Raya? Raya's a Shannon question. <laughs> <laughs> okay. I feel like I don't know much about the apps. I just started... I just got my Hinge profile and I've had Raya, but I, I see Raya as more of a title than an actual use of a dating app. Mm-hmm. I think people just say, oh, I'm on Raya or I didn't really ever even use Raya. It was more of a social club thing. Oh. It's like saying you're a Soho House member, I feel, but in the dating world. For the listeners that don't know what Soho House is, could you explain? just a social club so it's exclusive you have to have like people recommend you you have to be accepted and Mm -hmm. you know there's like people on there that are notable celebrities or professional athletes Mm -hmm. but then I recently during quarantine downloaded hinge and hinge is like I think professionals I see a lot of guys with really good jobs working in finance all really attractive and those are the only ones that I'm on yeah um but then i've also heard good things about bumble so i feel that bumble and hinge would be on the same level level when i used to be on dating apps bumble was like the go-to just because i was able to initiate it Uh just because it's always like from the girl's perspective you get to start the conversation before the guys do so that was like my safe one and then tinder was like my ratchet side Mm mm-hmm Okay. So guys, I'm officially just naming my boyfriend. I mean, my boyfriend's name is Kevin. I know I was calling him Arizona, but then he's like, why are you doing that? And a lot of my friends were like, why are you doing I'm that? I'm not just a piece of meat, Brittany. Kevin wants to be part of our podcast. He does. Kevin slid into Crystal's DM. He <laughs> followed me. He wants to be on the podcast. He started voice memoing us. Kevin, we love you, but you can't be on our podcast. <laughs> he wants to give dating tip advices. He wants to be here. He can wait his turn. But um, yeah, I mean, I met Kevin through my friends and it wasn't like my friends were trying to set us up when we first initiated it, like our group. It just so happened that like me and him ended up being friends throughout the festival and then they try to set us up and that's how I met Kevin. So as much as like I loved going on dating apps for me it was just meeting my friends friends and going out on a limb like I was so happy being single Mm -hmm. like I was doing my thing like I I was doing my thing I wasn't like 
looking for any guys. I mean, I was on my dating apps, but I think Kevin just kind of fell when I least expected it. Yeah. And when I went to a festival that I didn't expect myself to go to, I actually met him at Hard Summer. Oh. Well, like, he wasn't a stranger. Like, my (laughs) friends and I had all grouped up and decided Mm -hmm. to go to this, like, one festival. And then from there, that's how we met. Mm -hmm. See, I've tried to ask my friends to introduce me to guys, but either they're all, they all wouldn't be my type. So Uh not that I would meet them. Anyways, my friends would just be like, you wouldn't like them. That or I just have gay friends. Uh, Every boy I meet is just gay. So I tried yeah. to ask my friend. He's like, oh, you want to meet a gay guy? Because I can do that. But I don't have any right. straight guy friends. Well, after COVID is done, you should totally come out and hang out with me. So the thing is. <laughs> Kevin has a lot of single friends. <laughs> the thing is, you guys are 24. I just upped my dating age range. Um, I went from, I think I had a 30-year-old limit. I went to 35. It's not as up yes. as Shannon's, but. Mine's up to <laughs> Wait, you mean limit or maximum? The like the range. So I go from, good. I'm at 24 to 35. Shannon, That's good. Shannon won't say it, but she's at 24 to 50. <laughs> 24 to dad. Would you date a 24-year-old, Shannon? No. It would be like dating a pedophile. <laughs> it would be like dating a pedophile. What's like the minimum that you would date? Guys mature slower than girls, so it's like dating a pedophile. Stop. <laughs> no but like what on your minimum what does it say 25 i think um yeah 25 what if this 24 year old just like had a job had a going gone i don't think if he if that happened awesome if not which most of them i don't think have their shit together at 24 sorry bro Mm -hmm. that is the hard part um when i meet someone that's around my age it's either they're barely working up to their career goals they either that or they don't have a plan they're still in school and i don't want to date someone that i'm on the same level as too Mm. i don't like this sounds bad to say but i don't want to be their support system you gotta (laughs) be their support system somehow yeah but i'm not going to be there it's it sounds really bad but well i i get you like you don't want to be struggling in the money department is Mm -hmm. that what you're saying like that too because i feel like even guys like struggle even when they're like 34 they're struggling somehow something's happening in their life they're having a midlife crisis a 30 year old crisis not the ones that i'm swiping on (laughs) (laughs) you haven't met the right one yet though i haven't so now that i've upped my age range i do find a difference though what's your difference so when i see these younger 20 year old boys it's always like server assistant this that but now that i've upped it there is a lot of the lawyers and the doctors coming in yes and that is kind of nice it does it's tempting yes actually my friend i was talking to one of my girlfriends recently on facetime Mm -hmm. and i haven't spoken to her in a really long time and she had said that she stopped swiping on just like hot guys yeah like she would swipe on normal looking guys like not the hottest guys in the world but Mm -hmm. she started swiping on just like normal people Mm -hmm. and she upped her age as well mm-hmm. and she, now she's dating this guy who's like 31 and she says honestly this guy treats her so good she's like i was done with the fuck boys she was like i had him it was great and all but she was like i was, was just ready for a nice guy yeah and now that guy she's been dating for like six months that she didn't even realize she was dating the guy was like no we're dating and she was like wait what and he's like yeah like i decided mm-hmm. i want to date you what yes and she's like 
I guess. Wait, what? That's the craziest story I've ever said. I'm going to do that next time I see this guy. <laughs> well, I mean, no. I mean, we're six, dating now. Well, six months, I would assume. Well, like you? she right. would just had the idea that like, oh, they were just going to have like a fun mm-hmm. casual dates and just have fun in the meantime. And mm-hmm. then I guess like within six months, he kind of fell for her. I mean, she is a catch, but also he is a little bit older and he isn't like the hottest guy he's in the world. He's 31. He's 31. He's normal. Yeah. Okay. I'm just saying. You'll be he's there soon. Older than us. But what I'm saying is he, she wasn't going for like the hottest guy mm-hmm. in, the, in the room. But she also went for a guy that was decent. Mm-hmm. And he ended up treating her so nice. Mm-hmm. Like what she told me, I was just like, well, this guy's going to stick. Mm-hmm. I didn't tell her this because I didn't want to like scare her. But her just talking to me about it, I was like, wow, like this guy seems super nice. And. I think she's going to end up dating him in the long term. There is something a little more attractive about seeing a guy with a good occupation. And then you see their education level, too. If it says right. a Stanford, Yale, mm-hmm. Harvard. And then if their first picture is like them in their work suit. Yeah. too Compared to the guy who has his shirt off. Oh, my God. I feel like the guy in the suit in the, is almost the equivalent of a girl in her bikini. Wait. A girl. Oh, so like for a guy, he would rather see a girl in her swimsuit. No, like than- like when guys see girls in bikinis, and they're like, ooh, and like that's the that's guys in suits for us. It's like, ooh, guy in a suit. Oh, gotcha, yeah, gotcha. yeah. I think that for me, I think it's different if you get into a relationship with someone that you grew up with, mm-hmm. and you guys are your support system, yeah. and you grew up together, and you grew up living out your dreams beautiful love it good for you nice but if you are just meeting someone in your 20s yes you have enough to figure out on your own in Mm -hmm. my opinion Mm -hmm. you have enough that you need to think about in your own career and being with someone I think you should both be supportive of each other yeah but you shouldn't be leaning on them leaning or having to tell them Hey, will you submit your application for this job? Hey, you should really get a job. Hey, um, maybe you should not wear your bro tanks that you wore in the frat house. Hey, babe, maybe you should get a work outfit. Hey, maybe you should stop following frat fuckboy accounts. <laughs> oh, those hot college girls accounts. You know what I'm talking the about? The hot college girl uh, accounts. Maybe, maybe not. No. I don't want to deal with that or those conversations. So, you know, I see what you're saying. Yes. Yeah. Like Kevin and I kind of grew up together where we met in college and mm-hmm. we kind of were still, yes, figuring ourselves out, but we were still kind of having fun in college. So we weren't thinking like, oh, marriage or, oh, has to be super serious. It kind of just grew into that. Mm-hmm. But yeah, if I was single and had to go looking for somebody, I definitely would look for somebody who at least has like the same as where I'm at or a little bit more just because like they have more of a steady ground to stand Mm -hmm. on. What do you guys think about girls who shoot their shots? Have you tried it? Would you try it? Yes, I think you should. Mm -hmm. It's 2020. What do you have to lose? What else can go wrong? You don't have a job. You don't have, you can't (laughs) see your friends anyways. Have you ever shot your shot, Shannon? Um, in person is a lot scarier. Yes. In person is a lot scarier mm-hmm. to shoot your shot. So now I feel like 
we kind of have this cover where we can't really do it in person. So doing it online is a lot easier. Mm-hmm. So much easier. So why not? I mean, I just feel like it's so easy just because you're kind of already hiding behind a phone. What else is there to lose? Yeah. I mean, I'm saying it's easy, but I can't talk for one. But at the same time, I just feel like I'm always encouraging you guys to be like, yes, just do it. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I mean, what good is it to just look at a good looking boy's profile and just dream about it, too? I did that in high school. I mean, that's high school, but this is 2020. (laughs) I know. So, so why not just slide in? And also the same with dating apps. I feel like that's one of the biggest setbacks for girls using Bumble is they're like, oh, I don't want to talk first. But I'm like, girl, get over it. You downloaded Bumble. That's step one of being open to shooting your own shot, too. And this goes with any dating app. If you're downloading it, I feel like that's a first step into it already. Mm-hmm. So why not just send the first move? So what do you what do you guys think about that? I think. I love doing it in person, Mm -hmm. honestly, more because watching a guy remember the very last day when the world was still a thing and we were walking down the stairs and I just said hi to that really attractive guy. Yes, I know who you're talking about. And it almost caught him off guard (laughs) that he fell down the stairs. He's like, what? You know, someone's saying hi to me. So I think I like doing it in person because I'm a very social person Mm -hmm. so just being open and smiley and positive and saying hey honestly saying hi to a guy is opening the door for them to make a move Mm -hmm. i think because guys will make a move on any girl to be honest (laughs) usually um unless they have a girlfriend and have morals but (laughs) you know it makes them feel welcomed versus i think guys are actually more intimidated by girls than they give off sometimes Like, even guys sliding into DMs. I think there is a nice aspect of a guy pursuing you online, but there's so many creeps that guys don't want to be another creep. Mm -hmm. That is very true. This reminds me, when I was in college, (laughs) me shooting my shot was smiling at guys. Oh, God. (laughs) I don't know (laughs) what it was. I don't know what it was. Volume. Look at her volume. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god! I don't know what it was, but like, do you give him an actual smile or is it a smize and like a smirk? Oh. So with this guy Shannon that you said you said hi to on the last day, I know you also followed him. Yes. So would you consider sliding in, or what's the next move? So, the next move. Okay, so there's this thing that Crystal taught me. What did I teach you? I don't remember this. (laughs) Crystal taught me what I like to call the inner man from his Instagram. Do you remember this, Brit? They look so confused. But this is what it is, and it changed changed my life. Not really changed my life, Mm -hmm. but it clears so many questions for you. The inner man of Instagram is the best tool for knowing a guy's character simply from his Instagram profile. All you have to do is go to his profile, go to following, and see who he follows on Instagram. Oh, I remember that now. I'm about to do this to Kevin's. See who he follows on Instagram. (laughs) Uh And who he follows on Instagram says so much about his character because no guys really strategically think anyone is going to look at who they Mm -hmm. follow. But who they follow is who they care about seeing on their profile. Mm -hmm. So you'll see, like, 
if they follow a lot of the bros the bros oh they're a super bro boy just mm-hmm. like we thought or they follow a lot of different types of things travel uh-huh. hotels etc and then the hot college and girls then maybe there's them that they have the hot college girls mm. all the instagram models etc etc and Obviously, you can tell, oh, so that's what they fill their feed with. Mm-hmm. That's what they focus on. Mm-hmm. That's what they use this tool for. It kind of says a lot about a person. Uh huh. Would you judge a person less based on if they were following all the hot girls, but they seem like a nice person when you talk to them, when you meet them, either or? I think that I, it just shows to me that you can be a nice person, but you, you're still immature. Mm-hmm. Because... I totally get it. I follow guys that are attractive. I follow... Uh, I think I follow Timothy Chalamet fan accounts. Uh-huh. <laughs> I follow those types of things where it's like, ooh, yes. But if you're following bar stools, hot girls mm-hmm. accounts, and those types of full-on accounts, mm-hmm. You're kind of trash. It's just a quick me time for them. You're kind of trash. Uh-huh. Yeah. But if you're following some hot girls, go for it, dude. Mm-hmm. I don't really care about that. Totally get it. I follow hot girls on Instagram too. Mm-hmm. But if they have an absurd amount, like 90% of their followers are Instagram models that only pose in bikinis, mm, maybe you should rethink even attempting. Shannon, are you talking about us? Are we the hot girls they <laughs> <I> follow? <laughs> I'm so flattered. I'm so flattered. I don't think he follows us, Brittany. <laughs> you don't think Shannon follows us? Shannon does, but not the boy that she's interested in. Oh, oh, yeah, no, no, no. So question for you guys then. Yes. So I went on a date last week. Okay. And then we did follow each other. And then Ooh. I... Oh, you followed each other after one date? Before before the date. Because he was like, got to do my background checks. So I was like, fine, whatever. Wait, really? Mm-hmm. He, like, I mean, it was you? a joke. It was like, oh. what's, your, what's your Instagram? Oh, okay. So he was like joking, but not really joking. He's like, who yeah. are you? <laughs> I mean, either way, before and after the date, I checked to see his following. And I see that he follows a lot of Asian girls. Oh, Ooh, he has a type. Yeah. So I'm thinking, oh, is it just because I'm Asian and I'm his type? Does he have an Asian fetish? So what do you guys think about being the guy's types? Do you like that? Or do you want to stand out? Because I don't know how I feel about that. That is so interesting. Yeah, because one in one way, I'm like, yes, I'm his type. But also, do I just look like every girl that he likes now? Now, is it just that he follows a lot of Asian girls? Or has he dated them and have them on his profile? So he has said that he's not into white girls. So I think that's his way of saying he's into Asian girls. Huh. And I noticed after me that he still followed some Asian girls. And then... We were supposed to have our second date, and he said, sorry, I just met someone else, and I really clicked with them. So I'm looking. I know not to look at the white girls. I know I'm looking at the Asian girls. Oh, so now you're trying to pinpoint who it is. I mean, they're not cute. No offense, but. Oh, my God. (laughs) But what do you guys think about that? Do you like being a guy's type, or would you rather be the standout one? I think I've mostly dated guys that I fit into their type mm-hmm. looking at their past girlfriends or looking at girlfriends that they've had after me mm-hmm. I really think that I have kind of fit into their type yeah same. I don't think I have any experience in being someone different mm-hmm. I will say one of my exes I feel I was like stand out across from the other girls that he dated um but 
we all were still kind of similar. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So I do think maybe guys are really particular about their mm-hmm. type. I actually brought that up with someone recently too. I said, oh my gosh, must just be your type. And he was like, yeah, t- you totally are. So uh, maybe guys, maybe guys are very particular with their type. Definitely have I'm a not. type. Mm-hmm. I feel like guys definitely have a type. I mean, yeah. I fall in Kevin's type before. Yeah. Like, I'd be like, oh, who are your exes? And I just want to see like, am I different? Yeah. Or And honestly, I feel like I don't mind being someone's type because that just means mm-hmm. that they find me attractive. And so when it, they line up into your type, that's just like, oh, mm-hmm. that's just one of the many types doesn't have to be a specific type, yeah. but like even just like, oh, general look. You're like, and oh, And okay. I think that the reason I am not really caught up on being the physical type is that mentally and personality-wise, I was different than the other girls. Uh-huh. Oh, yeah. So I think that honestly, I'm kind of, I, I think guys actually maybe are more particular about, I like this type of look, mm-hmm. but I know that I'm one of a kind personality <laughs> so yeah so it's just kind of different i never no, I felt that any of my boyfriends or people i dated we were dating clones of me just because i knew the girls and the girls were not as fun as i was i mean i bring that up because there is the stereotype asian girls that guys will think oh they're very submissive they're kind of they're a little bit naughty yeah they're a little bit naughty in the bedroom so there there are stereotypes for these asian girls and a part of me is like is that what he thinks i am because i'm not like that at all he called me the alpha first day on the on the date okay so this guy's a little bit weird yeah so that's, i mean it's, it's, a it's not weird. a thing anymore no. yeah Why where he... he was like wow she like knows what she wants she's kind of controlling not in the bad way but... yeah you were just more straightforward yeah versus, like, i wasn't like i wasn't very hello come on. <laughs> oh my god <laughs> but i wasn't that type. i guess i have like a big personality for an aging girl do you think that there's something in Asian culture that make that tells girls to be that way? I don't know. I think it's just the America and the individualism that maybe isn't practiced with among Asian cultures. We're very collective. Mm. So we're always thinking about how the other person feels too and like satisfying the crowd. Was this a white guy? Yeah. Okay. I actually know what you're uh-huh. talking about though because I do think that's a thing. I don't know. But this guy... I guess I it's it's two ways because this guy I have a type obviously and he kind of fit into the categories and I don't I have a secret inner woman it's not very public but what is that so for I'm I'm very I'm very strategic with my following just in case anyone ever tries to look at my following you you are strategic I am strategic with it so I I don't follow many guys. If I do, it's either somebody that I work with or it is somebody that I've dated, am talking to, or anything of that category. And if you fit into my type, then you can easily point out who I've dated before or who I'm possibly talking to. Wow. Mm -hmm. You just have to be smart enough to find out. But other than that, it's all girls. Wow. Because. So did you unfollow this guy? I did. I usually yeah. don't, but I was like, I don't need to see this. That's so weird. Mm-hmm. Everyone that I do visually enjoy guy-wise, I would just keep them in my search tabs. 
and just secretly look at their profiles. I'm not going to put it out there that I'm following them, though, and I'm not going to give other people the access to see who I'm interested in. Because that's the thing that guys don't think about when they follow a girl that tells other girls, hey, I'm kind of interested in seeing what this girl has on her page if she's not a coworker f- or a friend. Wow. Mm-hmm. Do you think guys look into your following and see? It's a just in case. But I also don't want to date a guy and then let other or future guys that I talk to mm-hmm. draw the lines and like stalk their way back into who else i've possibly am talking to as well okay i don't personally think mm-hmm. guys go that deep mm-hmm. into the following i think that's just a crazy girl thing that we tend to do mm-hmm. but it's just being extra cautious you are being extra uh-huh. extra cautious but i think that is way too far if anything i think the farthest they will go is go into your tags mm-hmm. yeah. and see who you are and who's tagging you and who are your friends with, mm-hmm. I guess you can say. But as for liking and following who, that's so specific. Mm-hmm. That's like some girl investigation yeah. mode. Also, Shannon brought up a really good question the other day. She asked me, when is the time to move on from dating apps to texting? Yes. Do you oh want my to, God. Do you want to yes. explain what I told you? Okay. Honestly... Yes, because, okay, first of all, I think we should have put more emphasis on Crystal's dating app expertise (laughs) because she's been on these apps for six years and a lot of us are just now joining. So I've tapped into her a lot because it's super helpful. This is all new ground and she's watched it grow (laughs) and um, she's like a chia pet and I'm like a little seed. No, but I asked her because obviously now I'm trying to use the dating apps more. One thing I've learned about dating apps and a big reason why I've kind of tried to get more active on them and at least swipe every day and see who my matches are, maybe message some people back is I think that we all grow up and live and are in this small bubble of people and we're surrounded by people that maybe live the same life as us, grew up in the same places as us, do the same things as us, Mm -hmm. go to the same restaurants, bars, church, whatever you do. Mm -hmm. And when I downloaded Hinge, I feel like I'm a promotion of Hinge, (laughs) but when I downloaded Hinge and I saw how many guys, how vastly different there are in just this city. I mean, it's LA, so it's huge, but the different types of jobs I've been very cornered into dating people in my industry you know it's just so different and Mm -hmm. even meeting people that grow up in cities that you didn't even really know existed and you're like whoa that's such a different life yes that's such a different lifestyle I didn't even know was a thing is what I really like about the dating apps and I've been going into the dating apps with three guidelines. What are they? <laughs> One. <laughs> okay, so I, I get really nervous about meeting people in person. Okay. So going on a first date, you need to realize you're not going to ever build a relationship or a foundation for a strong relationship on a first date. So just go to get to know someone. Yes. Two, you don't know if that person 
is going to be the person that actually introduces you to your partner or husband. So just treat everyone with honor and respect and get to know them. Okay. And three, you're going on this date to also learn about yourself and your own likes and dislikes. And you're not going to impress them. Mm -hmm. You're going to see what do I like? Do I even like that person myself? That's interesting. Did you have those in mind when you back in the day before Kevin, when you before you went on dates? When I first went on dates, cover your ears, Kevin. Okay, when I decided to go on a date with people, it was based on okay, do we get along? Uh Are we? Are you funny? And can I stand like a conversation with you? Mm So I used to always FaceTime mm-hmm. and if we could stand the FaceTime and I found you attractive, then I would go on those dates. Mm-hmm. So the, I, very, the very young dating. So we kind of started this podcast and I brought Crystal her advice to you guys about the one liners to real guys into the messages. Now I have all these guys in my messages. So popular. Ooh, flexing <laughs> on us. Fancy. I'm kidding. But I was asking her when do I transition to texting? Because I'm not always on these apps. Sometimes I check the app and I haven't replied to a guy in a few days. And it's just like, oh, I could potentially like this guy, Mm -hmm. but I'm just not putting in the effort because I'm not seeing the messages. Mm -hmm. So when do I transition it to texting? Crystal, what was your advice? I told her only to initiate it if plans are brought up which they're about to be made good advice or if she's really hates dating apps or talking on them that much then then find whatever move on it Mm -hmm. but i've realized giving your number is a whole nother step it's so to me so true i agree a hundred percent on this yes Mm -hmm. yes why is it a whole other degree well one thing is when you move to phone numbers and texting, you that means you want to talk to them more often. Yes. You don't get the whole, I don't, oh, I'm sorry, I haven't been on my app all day. Right. So I feel like once you move towards phone numbers and texting, you have to start responding more frequently or you have an, no excuse not to. I mean, you could just be rude. But at right. this point, you get notifications on your laptop, on your phone, on your Apple Watch, on your iPad, anything. And they're coming in more often. You Even when you go to bed at night, you set your alarm for the next morning. You're going through your messages. So if you're not responding at that point, you're just not responding. And that's the same for the other person too. That is so yeah. true. Mm-hmm. I used to do this when I was a dating Kevin. Mm-hmm. I would only move from the dating apps to a phone number. Mm-hmm. One, if we were making plans uh-huh. and I like knew I or wasn't sure if I could get service. Yeah. And two, if I was like, okay, this could potentially maybe yeah. go somewhere. You're showing a new level of interest yes. moving on. Yes. Okay. But then I've noticed on your phone, you have a bunch of random unsaved <laughs> numbers with no names. I do. Do you just like, how do you know who you're talking to? When do you actually put a name to the phone number? Mm-hmm. So that actually started from my laptop. My laptop just doesn't save numbers unless they're family or friends. Uh-huh. And maybe it's they know who I'm talking to the most. Other than that, they're all just random numbers. Mm. But I realized I kind of like that because then I don't get attached to the number. 
Yes, yes, yes. I agree. I mm -hmm. used to do that as well. Uh huh. It was until I put a name to the phone number. Uh huh. I felt like I was still, even though I gave my number and I still had to respond, mm -hmm. it was like that level of like, eh, you're still one of them. You're yeah. not important. Until I actually liked the guy. I don't mm -hmm. think I actually wrote their name yeah. in. For me, like I see one of my friends, like her boyfriend and her phone is like, my baby and in a hearts. No, I hate that. <laughs> nope, that's but then not it's okay. Like, that's not acceptable. <laughs> <laughs> Mine is just for example, or if you get or if you put their name like Robert Smith. No, but I Either know way. exactly what you mean. Yeah, I you did get that, that before too, uh -huh. where I had maybe my boyfriend's name was just a heart. <laughs> really? I oh I but always had I know like, what you mean. Kevin's full name. Mm -hmm. And then my friend was like, That's so weird. And it was because like we had just first started dating, uh -huh. so I just had left it there. Yeah. And then I was like, Yeah, that is weird. When do you move from like Kevin's full name to mm -hmm. an emoji in there uh -huh. or like you know. you know what I think this is a really interesting topic because I was just thinking if you're on a date with someone that you met from an app or online exactly. and they have your number you should say oh my god I have to send you this meme or something and send it to them to see how they save you in your their phone so I I have a guy that actually had my picture already saved onto his contact. Stop. Mm -hmm. Which no. I thought it was really no, cute. Is... No. <laughs> but this was also, this is also like this the third date in already. No, wait, wait. What do you what? mean? What do you mean your wait. photo? Like they had like he screenshotted your profile. I I my guess. Toes are, <laughs> my toes are kicking Brittany's leg right now. I'm cringing. Wait. He saved your photo and put it on his... Uh, I yeah, can't. He I'm... probably also had it taped above his bed. Hopefully. <laughs> oh my god, that is so yeah, creepy. But there's also like a level of confidence when they look on my phone and or like, and we need to look back at our text message and they see that there's still a number. I oh. love it. Because uh -huh. then they're that. like, oh, Gosh. I'm not important enough to be saved yet. Okay, I would be creeped out. Not gonna lie, if mm -hmm. I saw if you saw that no no that no names were saved. No, no, I no, think not it, the no names. I'd be like, oh, we're okay. Like I see where we stand. Mm -hmm. I would question it. Uh huh. Yeah. That just me be me being like, are you serious? If a guy didn't have my name saved, I'd be like, oh, he is definitely dating yeah. a ton. Yeah. Of girls. Exactly. But then if he had a picture, okay, on his phone, <laughs> I'm sorry. I'd be like, oh, huh? Okay. After the third what? date, like that to me would be like red flag, that, red flag, red uh -huh. flag. I like, mean, that's what I'd like to think. Maybe he just had another crystal in his phone and he needed to know the difference. It would make sense if you had sent the photo. Uh -huh. I've had guys that send me a selfie and I kind of questioned, oh, should I just make that their mm -hmm. contact photo? But then it takes effort to set someone's contact photo. Uh -huh. Yeah, it's a few steps. That means, I mean, that's a lot. I don't even want to look at someone's mm -hmm. face that long yeah. to be like, I how do I want them to fit in the circle? Uh -huh. Do I want the the graphic to pop up when they call? All those yeah, like questions. Yeah, when they call, that photo pops up. That no. is so Kevin creepy. and I didn't like add our photos until like we were on like this cutesy date. Uh -huh. And I just remember the specific date because I was like, oh, smile. You look so cute. Click. Okay, I want to put this as your profile. <laughs> oh, my God. And Ew. yeah, but we were like in like, I mean, lust mode uh -huh. when that was happening let alone just like barely third date talking uh -huh. 
Oh my gosh. But yeah, I just, I don't save them. I don't like getting the, the little heart skips a beat when they text me. I would rather be like, who is 605? Oh my God. <laughs> Who's 605? Oh, it's yeah. that guy. And then, and then when it's time to go on dates, it's just playing like date roulette. Like, Whoa. I don't remember who it was, but we'll oh, see. Oh my God. No, I'm kidding. No, <laughs> honestly, doesn't go that far. That is amazing. <laughs> Imagine, though. no. That's amazing. I think, I mean, I told you guys last week, I did text the wrong person but good thing it was only a hey good morning but nothing like sexy you texted the wrong guy hey good morning no i i just texted a girl so it's fine (gasps) but but imagine there has been times that i accidentally send the wrong text but it's been nothing dirty i'm not a sexter i accidentally said thanks babe uh thank you for coming over (laughs) to my group chat with him in it Uh, instead of just kevin and my girlfriend goes Love you too, babe. Mm-hmm. Oh I, I think I did text somebody I, that I meant to text my brother. I was like, hey, you can come in now. <gasps> or like, you can come over now. And they're like, wow, you're already with someone else. Oh <laughs> my God. Oh my God. Wait wait, 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 You meant to oh text my, my brother. like, Because I was like taking headshots for him. So I was like, hey, you can come over now. <laughs> I'm ready. Oh my God. <laughs> the guy's like, what? That like, oh, is wait. insane. Yeah. That's okay. a funny mess up. Anyway, so moral of the story, I think I personally wouldn't save their number until it's a little more serious. Mm -hmm. Um, The last breakup, I did just delete his name. So it's back to a number again. He's back to base one. But who knows? Maybe I'll just text him. So my picture pops up on his phone. Oh, my God. I did. I took Crystal's advice and I have not initiated giving my number out until a guy's making plans and he'll ask for my number Mm -hmm. and say I think it's just easier to plan at this point if we have each other's numbers but I agree because I had one guy that said he was deleting the app and asked for my number to continue the convo and it definitely showed why Crystal's right because then he started texting me and I was just realizing yeah it is totally a different level I don't really want to talk to this guy that much it was nice when he was just Mm -hmm. on the app and I mean we haven't been texting I I don't think I replied really so it didn't go anywhere but it definitely does take it to another level that's kind of different and more intrusive is this the first time you are actually giving your number out to guys from dating apps from dating apps yes kind of I mean, yeah, I think so. Because this is really the first time I've ever been using dating apps. So I think just coming from like a relationship standpoint, if you do start liking a guy from one of these dating apps, I think you should definitely go into like the phone numbers and try to see if you guys can have like a day-to-day like conversation. Just because when I started dating Kevin, he was like, why isn't she texting me? Like she, he would text my friend and be like, dude, I don't think Brittany's into me. And it was literally because I was so single for so long. I didn't like texting guys like 24 seven and always being like on my phone. And my girlfriend had to reach out and was like, Hey Brittany, like, I think you should just either let Kevin know, like you don't, you aren't on your phone that often or just be more responsive to when he does text you just to show that you are interested in him. So the reason why I say that is just because like if you do end up liking a guy, I think texting is super important. And sometimes it's so important that you have to even force yourself to go out of your comfort zone and text them a little bit more often than you would just to show like, hey, I'm interested. We we can go somewhere with this. I will say, though, 
it depends on what you are going for because I Mm -hmm. think you should try to see if a guy is going to actually make plans with you yes and maybe even in your in that case if you're not feeling safe with meeting guys in person socially distanced right now Mm -hmm. maybe giving him his your number and saying we should facetime sometime definitely or something yes it breaks that barrier of like let's move on to something else than just that dating Mm -hmm. app it goes more personable and you feel more like okay we can go the further step yeah yeah another disadvantage of giving your number too soon is that and this goes with number instagram snapchat anything is once you do that then there is the potential that the guy could just delete you off of his matches too and it like it's a way of leaving no trace hmm. on the dating apps what's the point of leaving no trace on a dating app i mean when for me personally i would rather keep them on there uh-huh. Because I can see if they update their pictures, if I update their bios, oh. anything. So you see if they're still active. Whoa. Mm-hmm. Mm. It's one thing to delete you off their matches, and it's a whole different thing to deleting their profiles. But how that do is, you tell how- that they deleted their profile? That's the thing you won't know. You just something you're just like. If you guys are in a new relationship, mm-hmm. I think that is something that you should definitely ask a guy. Like, have you deleted the app or did you delete your actual profile mm-hmm. or turn it off? Mm-hmm. Because like deleting the app doesn't do anything. Mm-hmm. It just stays there. Yeah. Yeah. That's a conversation to have if you actually get into a relationship. But if not, that could at that, be, huh? what, three, four dates down the line? It could be. But if you haven't given your number, just a heads up. You could just turn up to not give the guy what he wants. If he's moving on to Snapchat, he could just be wanting a fun time with through pictures. And if you're not giving it to him, delete it off Snapchat, delete it off the app. You're blocked on his numbers. Yeah. Yeah. Going to the phone numbers is just so, Mm -hmm. it's like a different level of intimacy. But if you're bored and you want to do it, just go for it. Why not? Yeah. It's 2020. It's like texting another friend anyway, so. Yeah. So just be careful with giving your numbers because it could just lead to you being deleted off every app and you won't even get to go through the relationship and to eventually a breakup. But speaking of breakups, there are more than just romantic relationship breakups. Brittany, tell us what they are. Yes, they're friendship breakups. So last week, Brittany Shannon has no friends. <laughs> We're co-workers. Up with everyone. We're her co-workers. That's why we stick around. Last week, Shannon and I were talking about friendship breakups Mm -hmm. just because I saw a picture on Shannon's wall and I was like, oh, who's this Shannon? (laughs) And she had said, oh, it's just an old friend. I kind of distanced off from her. Right. And I was like, oh, tell me more. And then we got onto this topic about Mm -hmm. how friendship breakups are actually really hard and how we've all gone through them. And I've actually gone through two Ooh, friendship breakups. <laughs> told you she has no friends, you guys. <laughs> I have no friends, guys. No. Oh, my God. I've actually gone through two, and this all happened after high school. Mm-hmm. One was in college, my freshman year. After my freshman year, I was best friends with this one girl, and I thought we were going to go, like, years on. Long story short, I show up to my second year of college, And she just had no interest in being my friend. Honestly, it broke my heart. I was so devastated. It felt like I had broken up with a guy, to be honest. 
it was so sad. Friendship breakups are just like real breakups. They hurt and you kind of just have to get over them to make new friends. And then I've had one in the past year where I decided I needed a break up with one of my friends just because I realized the friendship wasn't going well on my side. I wasn't Mm. benefiting anything from the friendship and the morals started getting lost. And so I decided, you know what? I rather just end this relationship just because it's heading south. Okay. Have you guys ever dealt with a friendship breakup? I know you have because I saw one on your fridge. What happened? So I really do believe in the cliche saying that people come into your life for a reason, sometimes just a season. I know it's painful to hear, but I have had some really great friends that were great friends at the time. Mm -hmm. And then our paths just went different ways. Um, And I don't think that I think poorly of them. And some of them, we didn't really ever have an explosion or anything that really ended the friendship. Mm -hmm. But I think for me, you want to surround yourself with people that are on going to push you to succeed and support you and have big dreams that match your level. And a lot of people that maybe are not my friends anymore didn't really move past the college party phase. Maybe they didn't move past the high school glory days. Different reasons Mm -hmm. that it just ends up getting to the point that I don't think it has to be a dramatic thing, but you just realize, oh, we don't really have much in common anymore. We don't have much we like to do together. Mm -hmm. Our topics of conversation don't match up. I actually went through this on a trip with a friend okay and that was really tough because we were in a foreign country and I just kind of sat at dinner flat out I don't think this is working out because it had been four days into the trip and she didn't want to do anything that had to do with the tourist the tourist attraction seeing the museum's all this stuff that I had lined up Mm -hmm. and really spending time as a girl's trip. And I just realized how immature she still was. I hadn't really seen her much. We'd had a long distance friendship Mm -hmm. and I just really realized, Oh wow. We just don't align right now in our lives. Yeah. And, um, It was kind of harsh because we were in the middle of a trip. Exactly. How many more days did you have? We had a few more days. I knew a lot of people in the city that we were visiting. So I ended up just spending most of my time (gasps) with people that lived there. And she was doing classes at the time. So she just ended up kind of hanging out with people in her class group. And she acknowledged it at the dinner. And she just honestly, I think, felt bad and I'm not saying I'm high and mighty and I'm yeah super success driven or whatever Mm -hmm. but she just acknowledged I just don't have anything to bring to the table for your conversation all I do with my friends is talk about boys and dating apps and going out and um I just kind of didn't know what to say to her because I said I think the main level of reason of our breakup was that the conversations that we wanted to talk about were just so different. All she wanted to talk about were boys that didn't matter 
and going out and partying and clubbing Mm -hmm. in the city that we were visiting. And for me, I was focused on catching up as friends, talking about what her goals and dreams were and exploring the city that we were visiting. Mm -hmm. And it just was shocking to me. It honestly felt that there was a language barrier. Whoa. Did you feel like when you decided, okay, this isn't good for us, did you have like a moment of like breakup where you were kind of sad? I didn't feel sad. I still don't feel sad about it. I don't know how it felt for her Mm -hmm. on her end because I, I mean, I will say she was crying. She was really upset saying she just didn't feel that she could bring something to the table. And I, I mean, I don't know. I think it's just you had people in it. your life are there because they bring something to your life or they don't. And I don't know, maybe that's me and no, I'm kind of cutthroat in that sense. No, it's but... very true. I do agree with that. I feel like people are put in your life for a reason, whether they are there for the long run or right. not. And I think after dealing with my first breakup in college, <laughs> I will say my girl breakup, I realized that was a, very true things. Some mm-hmm. people are there to teach you lessons. And then you have those friends that pick you up and they're like, okay, look, we're not going to be crying over this anymore. Get over it. We're doing this. And you realize, okay, that was a, a past. Got to get over it. There was yeah. a reason why she was there. Right. Great. But now I'm going to move on to my new life and figure out what's to come. What about you, Crystal? Have you ever had a breakup friendship? I have, but it's never been anything dramatic like that where we had a conversation saying, hey, it's been great. It's been (laughs) real, but let's not be friends anymore. It's just us ghosting each other. Yeah. Starting last year, one of my coworkers told me that you become the person that you surround yourself with. Yes. And that became something that I just stuck with because I realized hanging out with my coworkers and then hanging out with my friends that had the same values as me mm-hmm. made me such a better person compared yeah. to hanging out with people who just wanted to live the life if right. you know what I mean by that I totally so agree. it's nothing what for, do you mean by that like live their life that just want to go out and have fun and just do things that they felt satisfied right. but nothing not really working towards something so okay. I yeah so I started started surra- being careful with who I surrounded myself with and anyone that I didn't want to associate myself with I never said I don't want to be friends with you anymore. I just right. slowed it down. I didn't cut it off completely, but it just became definitely more of a social media friendship instead. Yeah, that is true. And mm-hmm. I think that's something that people grow to realize. Even my sister, who's in high school, mm-hmm. she actually had recently a friendship breakup mm-hmm. with one of her girlfriends. And I mean, hers was more dramatic because, of course, they were in high school. Yeah. But I even had told her, I was like, hey, look, this friendship might not be healthy. You guys are already fighting. I think you guys should leave it off on a good note. Yeah. Keep your side of the street clean. Mm -hmm. But leave it off because I don't know if this is going to be healthy in the Mm -hmm. long run. And ever since then, she had met new friends. And actually, she's doing a lot better now. But I feel like every girl has gone through a friendship breakup mm-hmm. and if you haven't hey good for you yeah but it's some it's sometimes a healthy thing to go yeah. through a breakup because you let go of things that just are not you anymore I think the only friendship breakup I've had that was something where 
there was a conversation was the one where we were on a trip because the trip was starting to feel awkward Mm -hmm. and so it kind of got brought up and then that conversation happened and then I think we both just realized oh we're not really on the same wavelength Mm -hmm. anymore and I think that the thing about friendship breakups is totally agree with Crystal the people you surround yourself with are who you become and are like and so when you start surrounding yourself with people that you want to become or be like or with good values that you admire you just don't have room for people that don't fit into that Mm -hmm. anymore very true if you are going through a friend breakup or if you think you're going to don't overthink it it's dm us dm us dm us please have you ever had a friendship breakup all right you guys thank you so much for listening tune in next week we'll have some special guests and follow us on instagram at in our fields podcast send us a dm talk about your friendship breakups any questions you might have anything you want us to talk about hit us up at in our fields podcast Make sure you give us a five-star rating. That would really help us out. And thank you guys so much for the feedback. We've gotten more from just our moms saying that they are great. So we appreciate them so much. Be sure to leave us a review also whenever you can. Maybe if I see your name, I will slide you my number. So some incentive for yes. you guys. Ooh. Anyway, see you guys next week. Bye. Bye.